The following podcast contains strong language and frank discussions of violence. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. Hello, Michael, and, and all our little everybody friends across the world, <laughs> and all our little everybodies. All our little everybodies, and across the world is not so much of an exaggeration. Checking the old murder amongst friends listener uh, kind of schematics schematics sure <laughs> metrics i could not think of any word that i wanted to i had seven choices go through my brain that's what you have me for yes so we've got obviously high contingent in the united states but right right very exciting stuff we have listeners in south africa way lithuania hey now the netherlands netherlands and even as of this morning yeah Bosnia and Herzegovina. What? Yes. This is nuts. Like, I can't... I'm surprised that, like, our family listens <laughs> to well, us. Mine doesn't. <laughs> I can't believe that we actually have listeners seriously all across the world. It's crazy. MAF all over. MAF, MAF worldwide. MAF podcast show on all platforms. Yes. Twitter and Instagram, MAF podcast show. And you can email us at mafpodcastshow at gmail.com. And uh, as we're releasing this episode as a special Valentine's Day episode, yes? Yes. Eagle-eared um, listeners yeah. may be curious why I started the show today. Right? And not the ever-talented and lovely Joanne. Oh, you're too sweet. Is it Joni in the, Joni in the booth? Joni in the Just booth. Just threw us a curveball yeah. this week. Yeah, she didn't tell all of us, so that's why I'm stuttering and unprepared. <laughs> but for this very special episode, we are changing up the format. We're not going to do this regularly. Just Maybe on special we will. occasions. Who knows? But as it is our first Valentine's Day with a podcast, right. we wanted to make it a little special. So this week, we're going to have a story as told by your favorite host, Joanne. <laughs> I don't know about that. And I will be reacting. Yes. And uh, because it's Valentine's Day, I just want to send a special shout out. I know I do have one particular listener in England who oh. I may or may not have a crush on. Mm. 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 Weird. So if you're if you're listening, and you might be, I think you might know who you are, happy um, Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and not take that person. And this is why I don't, I because I'm a geek, and like I'm so, I'm like, <laughs> happy Valentine's Day, ooh! And then I run away with my arms down in an awkward position, and so as not to be rejected. <laughs> but if you're out there, and um, I know that you are, you little cutie patoots, happy Valentine's Day. Well, Michael? I'm just going to pretend you were talking to me. Uh, <laughs> happy Valentine's, happy Valentine's Day, Day, Mike. I love you, Mike. Before we jump in mm -hmm. to your story, I just want to have a quick update on uh, a story that we covered a couple weeks ago, mm -hmm. uh, the deaths of Christy and Marcella. Oh, yes. You may remember that one. Yes, yes. Uh, the they went two to that women party in LA. with those yes. mudanda. Yes, those. Uh, we have an update on one of the three okay. uh, that were arrested. Well, we have very minor updates on two more significant updates on Please one. Please tell so. me one of them is the hedgehog. No, it is oh, not. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, 
David Pierce, who is the one that was held on uh, manslaughter charges, Mm -hmm. who was the uh, renter of the apartment where the deaths occurred. Yeah. He's been held since his initial arrest. So he's been in custody for a few months now. Good. Uh, Ainsback and Osborne, the two who were charged with uh, kind of accessory uh, or conspiracy, are out on bail now. Pierce is not out on bail because bail. His bail, Pierce's bail is set at three point four million, uh, which he cannot raise, and the judge denied his lawyer's request to lower it to one hundred thousand. They should all still be in jail, but that's, certainly should. However, they don't pay me to make these decisions, so I guess part know. of why Pierce is still in in prison and why his bail isn't lowered uh, twofold. First, in his car. They found a passport and a bag of cash. <laughs> this MF. Yeah. The lawyer's explanation was not that he was a flight risk. Oh, please. Oh, give, you know what? What's this bullshit excuse now? Uh, that it was from a Vegas trip that they had previously taken. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. More importantly, why he's still in prison is there are four additional charges <gasps> that have been Ooh. added to David Pierce. Okay. One, four... being a general piece of shit. That's not illegal. Is that a legal? Um, is that a legal term? No, I'm checking. I'm Joni in the booth. Is that no. is that a technical legal term? Joni's motioning. It's it's not. It's not. It's, not. it's weird. But uh, we have four more women who have been <gasps> added. Uh, not murders. Not deaths. We have two additional counts of forcible Son rape of a bitch. Uh, one count of rape of an unconscious or asleep person you son of a bitch and one count of sexual penetration by foreign object (gasps) these all four all four women are listed in the indictments as jane does i think as they should be as they should be right they should not have why should they have to suffer be re-traumatized no absolutely not but these charges are from four different time periods how long have these pieces of shit been doing this well the first of these well three of these i'll just say are from relatively recently february 2019 uh-huh. february 2020 and october 2020 but one of them is going all the way back to august 2010 <gasps> Ooh, i'm so mad yeah. <laughs> as usual mike so, i'm very upset so as we mentioned in that episode, there have to be more. Yeah, I'm women sure out that there. there's plenty more besides these four women. Oh, yes. Also, so Ooh, we get will... these other two and wrangle them up and throw them back in freaking jail too. Because yes. I'm not happy about the fact that they're roaming around on the streets. Yeah, we're uh, we're gonna keep following this. We have one additional piece. If uh, people remember, on the surveillance footage from the hospitals. Mm-hmm. One of the big pieces of of concern was the fact that the license plates had been removed from the Toyota Prius. Irrelevant, but okay. Just to show a little bit of planning, like they were trying not to get caught. However, the explanation for why there were no license plates has come out. This may or may not be true. Okay. I highly doubt it. It's not true, but okay. (laughs) Uh, The plates were gone because of an accidental collision that the car was involved in and the plate fell off and <laughs> was lost somewhere. Both plates fell off? Yeah. Both plates. Spontaneously. Is that like when you get hit by a car and your fucking, your shoes go flying off? They had a little fender bender and whoops, both plates. I don't know. And, and, and how did they, <laughs> so if the car was hit in the back, I could see maybe the back plate would f- fall off depending on, but the front one is not going to shoot off and vice versa. Unless California, I need to, I would need to look that up. I don't know if California. Once you get into an accident, do they take the plates? 
No. No, I don't know if, if California requires front and back plates is you what ha- I'm saying. So if they just had a back or just had a front. Well, no, I would imagine you have to because if one of them does accidentally fall off or gets damaged, then then what? You just drive around with no plates? That's illegal. Sure is. So. <laughs> well, so we'll Usa, keep following. Usa. Yeah. I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to bring it down because the story that I have for you today is so nuts. And I, and I picked it because it's going to air for, you know, our Valentine's Day special here. And and it makes me even more mad because it involves someone of Italian descent, uh, which always pisses me off because I'm like, you're making us all look bad. <laughs> okay? Stop it. Stop. Okay. So this is why <laughs> this is why I picked it. So I'm trying to bring myself down to a level where when I deliver this story to you, you're the one reacting and not, and I'm just delivering. And we'll see if I can keep that up. I don't know. I am very excited. So we'll stop uh, me talking now and we'll turn it over to Joanne. Okay, Michael. Are you ready for uh, our special Valentine's Day story? I am here with bells on. Okay. Ready to go. This is the story of the marriage of Barbara Lynn Rifle and Dr. Michael Mastro Marino. <laughs> Michael, though, I don't know. My, I know, it's going to be tough because I'm going to try to refer to him as, as Michael and not Mike. So if I'm talking to you, I'll say Mike. If okay. I'm referring to him, I'll say Michael. Hopefully we don't... Maybe I'll just refer to you as Aggregate Mike. I mean, you could call me Aggregate Mike. You could also <laughs> call me Dallas because that sounds pretty cool. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Okay. Uh, Barbara and Michael... Mastro Marino. They met in 1989. Barbara was working in a tanning salon, as you do in the 80s. 19th of Bloody May. 1989. <laughs> and uh, Michael comes in. Uh, he's got a girlfriend, by the way, at this time. He's a bit of a playboy. Handsome. Oh, so that's how you yeah. keep us apart. You'll tell us. It's all apart. Okay. Yeah, that's right. So he's a lady killer. Yeah. And I'm just, I read about lady killers. Right, okay. right. And you report on lady killers. Yes. Um, so they meet and they instantly have a connection. He breaks up with his girlfriend and starts dating Babs. 1989. They date for three years before they get married. And I'm sure By he all... had no other relationships in the in-between. Right. No, no. By uh, Well, him. Well, <laughs> who the hell knows? Because by all accounts, people refer to them as Ken and Barbie. They're young. They're good looking. Not to be confused with the actual Ken and Barbie killers, is it? No. No, yeah. no, no. Not Homolka. Not Homolka. Okay. He, the doctor, the good doctor, <laughs> Mastro Marino, is a, a dentist. But he's more than a dentist. He specializes in cranial, facial, maxillofacial surgery. He's got a big presence. He's got a big personality. He's obsessed with success. He's an ex-football player. Like, this guy's got it going on. Okay. Okay. He's got, well. So we would not be friends, him and I. You guys would not be friends. So they wait like three years before they get married. But okay. by, all, by all accounts, Barbara, you know, she's also smart. I think she had a degree in biology. You know, they're they're equals. Okay. Yeah. It's not like. It's also a reasonable amount of time to wait to right, get married. three years. Not right? four days. So they get married and it is the best day of Barbara's life. It's magical. Let's just jump ahead a little bit. This guy's making shitloads of money so they decide they want to have kids 
1994, they have a baby, Michael Jr. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, here we go. You know, I love the, you know, I love the, the junior They call him MJ? I, I don't, I hope not. I would have called him MJ. I hope not. Um, and then three years later, their son, Jerry, the youngest, is born. And, and again, by all accounts, Mike is a great dad. Uh, he works a lot, but when he's with the kids, he's absolutely fabulous husband, great father. You called him Mike. He stops in his field. This this guy becomes a millionaire very quickly. He's very good at business. So they move from New York okay. to the suburbs of New Jersey. They basically they're living in basically a mansion. Like in, rich in people do. Like how rich people do. Yeah. So they're basically living the dream. In February of two thousand, uh, they're married for what eight years? They're together for eight years about at this point, right? Okay. Um, Michael decides, he tells his wife, he's going to a business meeting. His parents, the in-laws, they're staying with the family. Okay. Built-in babysitters. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they're staying with them for a long time or just for, like, the night or whatever. But it starts getting late. So everybody goes to bed. About 4 a.m., right, (laughs) Michael's mother, so Barbara's mother-in-law. This is just the beginning, Mike. Okay. Just get... Get ready for this is a ride, okay, and a half. So many moving pieces already. So many. 4 a.m., the mother-in-law comes into Barbara's bedroom. She's in a panic because her son, Michael, Dr. Mastro Marino, is in the bathroom. And the mom says, I'm worried about Michael. I saw him injecting something into his arm. Uh, Oh, yeah. uh, Oh, yeah. uh, (laughs) So the, the, the daughter, Barbara, she... Tries to console the mother-in-law. She says, I'll, I'll take care of it. Don't worry about it, right? this point in time, Mike, Michael, yeah, Michael, okay, not yes, Mike, right. comes stumbling out of the bathroom. His eyes are rolling back in his head. He's got blood on his shirt. He's non-responsive. Yeah, the wife's heroin trying to, will do that to you. What? <laughs> the wife's trying to smack him to get him, you know, whatever. He's like talking gibberish. So Barbara oh. believes and tells the mother-in-law, it's okay, it's okay. He's just taken heroin. Well, no, he <laughs> takes things for his back injury because he did have a pretty serious back injury from college. Heroin. From football. <laughs> He's had epidurals in the past okay. for his back and stuff. So she believes, you know, he is a he's a doctor. He's administering something for his own pain. Yeah, never doctors never have abused prescriptions ever. But she's never seen him inject something like into his arm, okay? Okay, he's never been caught before. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so, she knows this is out of character. She goes in to the bathroom, and what do you think she finds, Mike? Heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty needles. Yeah. Bloody tissues. Fentanyl. Okay. Demerol. Ah. In a bag, in a toiletry bag that he's he's hidden in the bathroom. Okay. okay. Synthetic heroin. <laughs> she she decides to leave it until the morning. The next morning, she wakes up. Uh, she sees this man fixing his tie, just getting ready to go to work, like nothing ever happened. He makes an excuse. He says, I accidentally administered too much. It was for my back. Uh, don't worry. It won't happen again. I'll be very careful. Use okay. a liar, Michael. Use yeah, a liar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he, he doesn't seem like the most trustworthy husband. Yeah, no. Uh, I may or may not have some experience with a husband who's full of fucking shit. Okay. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> anyway, his wife is blinded. She is absolutely in love with this man i know what this is like yeah okay she absolutely adores her husband she trusts him with her life her kid's life the business the money all the decisions so far 
You can buy a lot of fentanyl with how much Before money Before this, he's always sort of walked a righteous path. He's always made great decisions. Sure. He's always put the family first. Uh-huh. All of this. In rose-colored glasses land where she's living. No, actually, for okay. real. He's He's been a pretty up and up, like on the up and up stand-up guy. Right? Okay. I'm, I'm, I take the opposite tack of you where you try to give people the benefit of the doubt. I just assume everybody is just... Yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not a big proponent of, like, giving the benefit of the doubt. Well, but just in, in accounts, these stories, when I tell you. Yeah. It's usually like, well, hold on. Let's reserve... Jo- I, no, fuck this guy. Yeah, exactly. Although, what is this, the 90s, and he's already on that fentanyl tip? He's, uh, he's, he's ahead of, of his time, yeah, Mike. He knows what's up. He knows what's up. Here we go, Mike, because cut to a few weeks later, an associate from her husband's business calls Barbara. This never happens. This is extremely out of the ordinary. And he tells her, get this. He's walked into the operating room okay. where a patient is prepped and anesthetized okay. and ready to go. And lo and behold, Dr. Mastro Marino is nowhere to be found. Uh, well, Mike, what to do in a situation like this? Check under bridges where he's injecting heroin. You go looking for the doctor. Yeah, yes, under correct. bridges. Correct. They end up finally finding him on under the bathroom bridge. floor. Oh. Unconscious. Unconscious. With a needle in his arm. While his patient is anesthetized on the table. Just wanted to see what also being unconscious felt like. So, of course, Barbara is distraught, okay? This disgraziad comes home, finally comes home uh, after storming out of the office. First of all, nobody stopped him from leaving the office. They just just let him go. All right. From New York. He's now traveled to New Jersey. He comes in the house. He heads home. He's a mess. Uh, A mess. Yeah. Disheveled. Dirty. Bloody. Just a fucking train wreck. (laughs) He's clearly drugged up. Again. And now the kids, though. The kids now see their father like this. Mm. And Barbara is heartbroken. Yeah. Because you can hide some things from your kids. But once your kids start... You know, seeing what's going on. Once it, they see you on fentanyl, there's no going back. I mean, if something hurts your kids, it hurts you tenfold. So she's she's upset, okay? But she's like the stand-by-your-man kind of woman, all right? You know, she took these vows that she absolutely believes in. But it's very clear now that he has a drug problem. He was hiding it for significantly Right. I mean, this has time. been going on, but I guess it's at the point where he can no longer hide, hide this, okay? Yeah. Critical so, mass. Yeah. So she needs to start thinking about these kids. At this point, his partners will not let him back into the office until he goes to rehab. But why? (laughs) But why? So both of the families, her family, his family, the friends, everyone, they're all in shock because this dude is like a winner. Like I said, he's he was on yeah. this righteous path. He seemed to just shit out gold bricks, this guy. Everything he did was like That's the Midas my, touch. That's why I right? would not get along with him. Right. He goes to a Malibu, Malibu rehab yeah, facility, okay. which <laughs> so, is basically it's a hotel, a resort. Yeah. And you're supposed to stay for a minimum of three weeks, Mike. Do you want to guess how long he stayed? 72 hours. Three days, bitch. Three fucking How many is 72? Days. Three <laughs> fucking days. This... This go. chooch. He comes home and snows his wife. Is that a cocaine reference? <laughs> <laughs> let's let's leave that where it lies for now. But he's like, I'm not like those people. Right, I'm yep. smarter than those doctors. 
DDS doesn't stand for dumb, dumb, stupid. <laughs> that sure doesn't. He's got it together, and she's falling for his bullshit yet again. Well, if he's such a winner, you know, personality like that, of course he's right. got. He's the, very charming. Yeah. I mean, he's he's got this this chick snowed. Couple weeks later, couple few weeks later, Mike, it's their younger son Jerry's third birthday. What's the deal with birthday parties? <laughs> what is the deal with birthday parties? Um, and, you know, Dr. Michael Master Marino is supposed to be there for dinner, obviously. It's your kid's birthday, right? So they wait and they wait and they wait and they wait. He doesn't come home. Where is the doctor? <laughs> Where is the doctor? <laughs> so she calls and calls, but as a mom, and I know you're you're not a mom, I am a mom, um, when things go to shit, yeah. your number one job is to... Wait, wait, wait. Let me see. Yes. Can I guess? Yeah. Is it the kids? It's the kids, Yay! Mike. It's the kids. You have to make sure that the kids are okay, that they don't know what's going on, because you clearly, you don't want to distress the kids, right? So she does what she can to hold in her fucking mama lion rage and, and to keep it together. Keep the birthday party going for, right? the, for the sake of party. Jerry. She takes a bunch of pictures of the kids. She's like, let's take some pictures for daddy. Daddy had to work late. Like, so she's making excuses. She's doing this, this yeah. whole, mo- and mom's out there, and they know exactly what I'm talking about. Right. Once the kids go to bed, she takes all the pictures and um, she she goes around the house. She finds another stash, needles, bag, little doozy shits, you know, little Where whatever paraphernalia. One? Probably still in the bathroom because this yeah. guy's a idiot, an idiot, right? This guy's he's a DDS. He's right. a dumb, dumb, stupid. He's dumb, dumb, stupid. He finally shows up. She has a showdown with him, and she puts the drugs next to the pictures of the kids, and she says, "It's your choice. You're not having both. You have one." Or the other, make your decision. She goes to bed. He picks the like drugs. a bad bitch, right? Yeah. She's like, "Here's your choice, pick one, and or then get the fuck out of here." Sounds super dramatic. Like there should be some sort of reenactment on some show, right? Well, she goes to bed hoping that he's going to make the right choice because this is still her husband. She does take her vows seriously, and it's through good and bad, like thick and thin, right? I so mean, it's, it's bad and it's thin right now. So there is no yeah. line. Okay. She, she really just All wants right. him to get better. Well, he's talked her into this complacency again. Months later, it's little Michael Jr.'s sixth birthday. Well, the dad never shows up. Yet again. Back to back disappointments. Back to back birthday disappointments for these poor kids. What a piece of shit. This guy is a pezza de merde, right? So she decides, you know what? I'm going looking for this. SOB. Yeah. So she takes her sleeping kids, puts them in the car. Oh boy. This she's on a mission. Yeah. Okay. And she goes driving around. Scavenger hunt for daddy. Scavenger hunting for this strach. She's in the car with the kids, Mike. Yes. She comes across an accident. Uh oh. With tons of cops. Cop cars as far as the eyes can see. Galore. Right? Cop cars galore. <laughs> which is actually one word that I Despise, but I use it all the time. Um, she runs over to the scene. What does she find, Mike? I'm going to guess her husband. Okay. The In car, the car. <laughs> the car, Mike. Is her car. Is totaled. It's Total. basically wrapped around a telephone pole. Okay. Folded in half. Her Wait. husband in handcuffs. Yep. And the cops tell her he's under arrest for the possession and distribution yeah. of cocaine and Demerol. Yeah. Hey. Yep, yep. And to top it off, 
There was a woman in the car. Oh shit! Hey-o! There's what? always another woman. So everybody in his life now thinks that he this is this is rock bottom. He's hit rock bottom. Okay. No. He's hit rock bottom. There's he, so much lower you can go. Mike, <laughs> you have no idea. I'm here. I know you're only I'm a, hoping I'm that this story ahead. continues. This guy goes back to rehab. He makes all the same promises, etc. All this bullshit. Barbara's struggling to keep he, everything together. Did he make it more than three days? <laughs> yes. Okay. But she still wants to believe him and stand by him, so she Why? takes him back, Mike. Well, okay. All I right. Mean, if I was Barbara's friend, yeah, I would have been like, "Listen, Babs, you need to smarten up." All right. Anyway. Yeah. There's. There's. There has to be a line. There there's, has there's to be. There's got to be a line that you draw in the sand. Yeah. Okay. Well, by all accounts, he kicks the drugs. He Whose account? His, his own? Str- everyone. Okay. Kicks the drugs. Strength of will. He gets through it. He gets through it. Okay. This is great. This is great news, no? I mean, not if you're me. This is great news, Mike, to sure everyone involved, right? It's, gra- it's great for his wife because she now has yet another reason to give him a Another a shot pass. at it, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Great for the kids. You know, daddy's, you know, healthy. He's he's happy. The marriage is going well. Everything's going well. But he needs to know that he needs to get away from the dental office because drugs are very readily available. And he knows that that's not going to be good for him. So he decides to start a new venture, Mike. Oh, God. Is it computers? It's not computers. Okay. It's still in the medical field. And it is tissue recovery services, which basically you take tissues, organs, blood from the deceased. You use them in transplants and for research. He names it biomedical tissue services. This seems great. Yeah? Well, yeah, because if you're harvesting from the dead, you don't need any of the drugs. Okay. It's altruistic, right? Humanitarian. This guy's turning his life around, Michael. (sighs) I mean, you could also start selling that shit on the black market. Well. Sounds amazing. He's no longer on the drugs. Again, Barbara's feeling confident. He's winning back her trust. It's like the old Michael. She falls back into this contented life. I don't trust him. (laughs) You don't trust him? Nope. You don't trust this guy? I can't imagine why. Take away the fact that you're telling me the story of either a murder or some other sort of crime (laughs) that has yet to be revealed. Yet to take place. There have been crimes to this point. Leaving that aside. Basically crimes against himself. I mean, drug addiction. I mean, it does hurt the family, but, you know, he's been arrested for distribution and whatever, but... And the car crash could have been... Could have been worse. Could have hurt somebody else, whatever. Taking all that aside, I still don't trust him. (laughs) (laughs) You're not buying it. No. You're not buying it. I got a bridge... uh, You're off the drugs? That I could sell you. Okay. I believe that. No? All right. Well, he's off the drugs, Mike. He's off the drugs. That is... He's just getting better at hiding that he's on the drugs. He's off the drugs, Michael. Have some faith in Dr. Mastro Marino. I need his blood run through a centrifuge, (laughs) and I need a full tox screen run daily to prove to me that this guy is not still on the drugs. He's just better at hiding it. You're just going to have to take my word for it. He's also operating on people that you can't screw that up, right? Well, you 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 ruin a heart that you're harvesting. Oh, it was a bad heart. Like just throw it in the trash. R- like <laughs> just throw it in the dumpster. Found, he's found a way to mitigate potential problems. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, "Oh, he's great." Well, he's off the drugs, Mike. He's not off the. He drugs. He is off the drugs, Michael. Okay, <laughs> you're gonna start calling me Michael. Do you want to fight me right now? Continue with your story. All right, and prove that I'm correct. Okay, well, <laughs> like before, Mike, he makes a success of it. 
and he is rolling in the dough. This guy is, if nothing else, he's a great businessman, okay? He knows how to make money. But let's not get too cozy here, buddy, because it doesn't end there. <laughs> All right? Okay. One day. <laughs> I don't think I was cozy to begin with, but let's continue. One day. One they're day. returning from a family trip. Mike's already gone. Michael, Dr. Master Marino's already gone to the office. His long-suffering wife is unpacking. <laughs> Why does he have to go back to the office so soon? Listen, he's a busy man. Yeah. Like, he's a profesh. Okay. He just needs to be he's alone. He's profesh. Yeah. He's I like, I just took you guys on a fucking trip. Okay, we spent shitloads of money. We all had a great time. I, was I need to get back to the office. You stay at home and unpack and take care of these kids. And don't look for the cocaine. And don't. <laughs> well, she gets a, a frantic phone call from the office from her husband. He's shaken, Mike. He's banged out of his He's head. He's shaken <laughs> because the DA yeah. and the FBI are seizing his office files. Because he's still on drugs. He's in the dark, Mike. He doesn't know. <laughs> he's right? not, His story though. is that, this story to his loving ass, loyal ass wife, is that he's in the dark. He tells her it's got to be something to do with one of his associates. He's going to keep her posted on what's going on. He's like, I don't know what's going on. This is crazy, Barbara. I will let you know what's happening. I'll, I'll keep you up to date. <laughs> Bull pucky. <laughs> So she's uh, very uneasy, to say the least. But, you know, he's been doing so well, she wants to believe him. Of but course. he as hasn't his wife. been. He, she, okay. Mike, he's off the drugs, Mike. He's Stop harping on the drugs, Mike. <laughs> he's not on the drugs anymore. Miraculously, this dude is off the drugs. Then what okay? is the FBI doing there, then? This is all taking place because in the fall of 2004, right. the police get a call to come to a funeral home in Brooklyn that was being sold, and the new owners come across something that disturbs them is he hiding shit in these dead bodies okay it's um kind of a dilapidated dingy (laughs) smelly old funeral home but in the back mike there's a staircase that leads up to the second floor the cops go in what do they find you want to guess what they find up there at a funeral home Hmm. bodies (laughs) not bodies no drugs because michael is on drugs drugs, michael (laughs) he's off the drugs (laughs) it's not drugs what they do find. Yes. Brace yourself. Guns. Lots of no. guns. No. <laughs> There's a room with a hole in the floor with a mechanism. It's basically like sort of an elevator winch type of thing. Okay. Where you can bring bodies up. Right. To this operating table. Okay. That's been, you know, this business has been associated with this biomedical, you know, tissue services. Right. And um, just when you think it doesn't get any worse, Mike. Well, but isn't there... I mean, was it hidden? This room? This no, it's literally just okay, up in so, the back room. Okay, it's just it's like an nothing. operating theater, but it's in a funeral home, which makes zero sense. This yeah, isn't the but, morgue. Okay, but if you have, mm. I'm not giving anybody the benefit of this, <laughs> but morticians and and. People like that do have similar tables that they perform reconstructions mm-hmm. on and things like that. So the fact that it's in a funeral home on its face doesn't necessarily, unless this whole building is completely run down, but all of the equipment and this particular room are like high end, mm-hmm. let's operate appropriately. Yeah. I think I've, I've gone too far down the rabbit hole of well giving him any sort of... Not him, but giving the facility right. credit. Right. He's on drugs. He's not on <laughs> drugs. 
He was on drugs. He was on drugs, okay. Mike. All right. right. Well, the police start looking around and they find stacks and stacks of consent forms with the addresses faked, social security numbers faked, signatures faked. Really they makes start, you wonder why you have them in the first place. They start though. checking with the next of kin and guess what, Mike? None of them are informed. They've never agreed yeah. for their loved one's bodies to be butchered and resold yes. in the tissue market. Yes. So just when you think it can't, can't get worse. He, right? They find him doing blow off ba- some dead no! body. <laughs> Basically, this is body snatching. Right. Okay. This is this just is ghoulish as it gets. This is Burke and Hare shit this right This is here. crazy. Well, Barbara... In the interim, you know, she's hung up with Mike and she's like, he's going to keep me posted. So she takes the kids to school. Well, while she's in the car, she hears a news alert. Dr. Michael Mastro Marino is a ghoulish body snatcher. Mm -hmm. He's being charged with a thousand counts against him of body snatching. A thousand. A thousand. She's clearly blown away. That is. All right. That is prolific body snatching. He snows Barbara again by saying... It's got to be his associates. He wants them to pay. He's going to get to the bottom of this. He's going to put them in jail. He's going to do everything he can. Okay. She's, this woman is shell-shocked at this point. Can you f- imagine the man that you've been sleeping with for the better part of the last 10, 15 years or whatever is stealing people's bodies? You saw him through his cheating. You saw him through his drug addiction. You saw him through his neglect. Not entirely through, because he's still on drugs. He's not <laughs> He's not on fucking drugs, Mike. Alright, so she's she's standing by him still. Like this broad is loyal. Yes. I will give her that. Meanwhile, the police now have been doing exhumations to check on the condition of these bodies that the false consent forms were connected to. Grandma Pearl's missing both kidneys. Well, once they take the bodies out, Mike, and they start doing these autopsies, right? They find that now. Don't forget, it's not just tissues; it's blood, it's bone, yeah. it's anything that can be Any used to help biomaterial someone else. Okay, yeah. they find bodies with the legs, bones, leg bones removed, replaced with PVC piping. <clears throat> these bodies have PVC fucking plumbing pipes i don't think that's gonna uh where their bones should be yeah and the tissues that were taken out they have cloths stuffed in there Hmm. and that's to deceive the families because obviously you know you get to have the uh your funeral your wake or whatever the bodies on the outside right look normal right and no one's multi-million dollar body snatching enterprise what the actual fuck what the actual WTAF. I mean, if we want to talk about This is modern-day body snatching. Yes, it 100% is. is. the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. Should we reevaluate our assessment of everything he touches turns to gold? (laughs) Well, I said, before all the drugs and everything happened, this kid was like... This this guy could have really been something special. I mean, he's... I think he was like borderline genius level. Like, he really could have done a lot. Come on. He could have done a lot of good. Okay, but he decides to get into drugs and go down this ridiculous fucking path, right? Yeah, but two of the four businesses that he starts fail spectacularly. Well, after making millions and millions of dollars in the medical field. His drug business goes down hard. His body snatching business goes down down hard. hard. So he's 
you know, that's not even 50 because the body snatching is part of his organ recovery. So that's 66% of his businesses mm-hmm. of the three. Mm-hmm. The only thing he was good at was carving people's teeth out of their heads. Well, it gets worse. I cannot wait. It gets worse. Lay it on me. Well, to make matters worse, Mike, the death certificates were also incorrect. Oh. So he's saying that these people died of natural causes or cardiac arrest when really they were dying of cancer, HIV, Ah. hepatitis. Yes. You name it. To make the, the organs clean. So he's taking these diseased and unhealthy tissues, bones, organs, and selling them as if they're healthy and viable to be used in research and transplants. Yeah. In people. So imagine a thousand bodies. Yeah. They've all been diseased in some way. Mm -hmm. He's taking those body parts and selling them to someone to what they believe make them healthy. And they're getting these. Yeah. It's like, congratulations. Right. We found you a new liver. Oh, and now you have hepatitis. Right. (laughs) So in December of 2007, he's arrested okay um because of all this crazy bullshit that he's been pulling and um he hires his cousin now from what i saw i can't tell if this is his blood cousin or like i know italian people will do this if you have a family friend that's been you know you call them your cousin yeah i don't know if it's his actual cousin or like a longtime friend that yeah he calls his cousin mario gallucci he's a criminal defense attorney he's representing michael well the prosecutors and the da Give him all the evidence. And when he confronts Michael, yeah. he confesses that he did all this without consent. His lawyer then says in the in the articles and things that I researched, yeah. this is a quote, I wanted to punch him right in the face. <laughs> all right? He's like, I wanted to punch him right in the face. And I tell, I told him that if this is true, you're uh, we're going to withdraw your not guilty because you're going to jail pretty much for the rest of your life. <laughs> So they retract the not guilty, and they plead guilty to enterprise corruption, yeah, reckless endangerment, okay. and body stealing. This this business that he was running racked up four point six million dollars and utilized over a thousand bodies that they forged all the documents. You may or may not know, but did they trace every tissue or organ that he sent out? I don't know that. I don't know. I don't even know if that's. Po- I mean, how long would that take? And then who knows what these poor people that received well, exactly, this stuff is because like, if somebody died from that, right. he could be charged with homicide. I didn't find anything like that, but okay. I'm yeah. guessing that maybe people who got transplants then started to do their own research. I right. would. Well, he finally comes clean to his long-suffering wife Barbara. <laughs> Come on, who Barbara. Is crushed. She's yeah. devastated. She's heartbroken. You name it. She, the, the poor woman's decimated at this point. Like, she's literally, you know, stand by your man, right? <laughs> I was going to sing it earlier, but we don't have the rights. So. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> well, don't sue us. So she realizes he's a monster. He gets sentenced in 2008, 18 to 54 years in prison. Okay, It's quite a range there. Quite a range. Um, but the good news is... <laughs> There's good news? Yeah. The kids... The, the whole family, they're left in debt. The kids had to change their last names Naturally. because they don't want to be associated with this. And it's just, it's hard to say. Monster. It's, yeah, so many letters. Yeah, Mastro Marino. Yeah, like, it's, it's just a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. She divorces him. What? 
She divorces him. After, that's the straw? Yeah. She the says, body snatching? Fuck it. I've had it with this guy, right? You give she, him so many breaks and the body snatching. I know. It's the body snatching that freaking is the one that does it. But she, so she divorces him, right? And right. Um, for, from all the accounts that I could see, he continued to write her love letters and wanted to be with her still and all this other horse shit, right? Right. Get his manipulation bone worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, on July... 7th 2013 okay dr michael mastro marino was back on the drive dies of <laughs> bone and liver cancer ah, sucks hey, to suck. karma bitch <laughs> uh he was still in the wenda correctional facility in new york um and he died at 49 years of age he boo, did all of that boo fucking in who. less than 50 years boo fucking who um the good news is Barbara Rifle, uh, she's written a memoir, she's appeared on shows and documentaries, she's now a marketing executive, Michael Jr. owns his own construction firm, and uh, Baby Jerry (laughs) is the CEO of a marketing agency, so they're doing okay for themselves, you know, and this piece of shit died Probably a painful death, I would imagine liver Uh, and bone cancer is a horrible way to go. Yep. And I'm not sad about it. No. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> I'm not sad about it. This I... piece of shit, MFing, son of a bitch and CS. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it, Mike. Okay. This CS. Just, I mean, did he get what he deserved? No, he deserved way worse. And, yeah. you know, let this be a lesson to all the ladies out there. If you have an inkling that something funky is going on with your spouse or husbands, if you have an inkling that something's going on with your wife, it's called intuition. Yeah. It's millions of years of intuition <laughs> telling you to smarten the fuck up. Wake up. Just tighten it up. Just... Tighten it up. I mean, I did the same thing. I saw red flags. I just didn't want to believe it. And um, you do that. You try to convince yourself that like everything's fine because it's too heartbreaking to think that the reality of the situation is so diametrically opposed to what you hope and believe that it actually is, that it's almost like your brain can't reconcile the two. So I, I really feel bad for this woman, even though along the way I was like, well, come on, lady, like, get it together. Like, obviously this dude's like a scuzzo. Yeah, there's... But I do understand... Her, like, I waited a very long time to get married. I never really wanted to be married. And then when I did, I took it very seriously. Um, but the cheating for me is just a, it's a deal breaker. So, I mean, if my husband uh, came up with a drug issue, would I have stood by him to try to help? Yeah, of course I would have. You know, if it was financial, yes, of course I would have. But the cheating thing, I can't, I can't abide by that. So I do feel so bad for Barbara. Yes. Um, and I don't feel bad for this piece of shit, Michael Mastro Marino. And you're making the rest of us look bad. <laughs> Yeah, those Italians us, cut the shit. Well, Italians and some of us named Michael also. Well, and then all the mics out there. Yeah. yeah. On the next episode, I will be changing my name. <laughs> <laughs> changing my name to OJ because no one with the name OJ ever did anything. Right. Bad. But that was the story of the marriage and subsequent divorce of Barbara Lynn Rifle and Dr. Michael Mastro Marino. Fuck. Dr. Michael Mastro <laughs> Marino. Yes. Yep. If I even said that you, correctly. You did. That was good. That All was right. Good. Well, that's 
bananas. That's a bananas that's shit bananas, story. That's bar bananas, bananas shit's cuckoo. Yeah, that's... That's balmy. That, yeah. that was my little crush in England. That's balmy. <laughs> I know. I'm being so lame right now. I just hope he listens. I hope he's listening. I hope you're listening. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>